righty. Well, welcome everybody. It is Wednesday night, seven o'clock, and we are solo tonight. See what I did there? Solo, you can't hear us. We have no guest. Can't hear us. There's no guest tonight. We have no guest host tonight. So I'm waiting for the everybody. notifications to tell me we're live on Facebook. We're Facebook. Live. I have it. We're live. We are Don't. Live. Here we are. And Roy's already Facebook. here. And Jeff. Thank you, My guys. Facebook for joining won't us. let me watch us. So, uh, obviously, we're continuing with um, May Star Wars Month. We decided to make it May Star Wars Month. Um, and we are tonight, we are going to do Solo, a Star Wars story, which has some controversy <laughs> around it. But before we get into that, um, hey, Martin, thanks for joining us, too. Of course, thanks for joining us. Bruce, there's Bruce. Thanks for joining us. I don't get Maybe. to watch the show today. Oh, well, it won't okay. come up on I'll my I'll have Facebook. to cover the chat part of it. Yeah, cover um, the chat for a while until I get it. All right. Yeah, anyway. So um, you have news, correct? I have news. I have a lot of news. All right. I have so much news. news for us tonight. I have five non-Star Wars news and five Star Wars news. So let's all count down together, kids. Number five, Shutigatwa has been named the new Doctor Who BBC confirming that Monday, I believe. I'm not familiar with him, but I wish him all the luck in the world. Have fun. I hope it's awesome. Number four, the teaser trailer for Avatar 2, The Way of Water Dropped. Uh, the release date for this is December uh, 16th, which is a Friday. So we will probably do the first Avatar like on that Wednesday before December 4th. Not my favorite movie, but. Not my favorite movie either. But here's the thing. Still one of the, the highest plan. grossing. I think it is the highest grossing film of all time. It, yes, it's like the number one film. It still amazes like, me because I'm watching which... this. I watched that movie. I'm like, why is this high? Well? <laughs> right? I'm the same. Like, I don't kind of get Visually, that Visually, it was stunning. Visually, it was stunning. But the story. Yes, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. But I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But here's the plan. Here's the thing is on. Um, so they want to do Avatar 3, The Seed Bearer, December 2024. Avatar 4, The Tolkien Writer, December 2026. And Avatar 5, The Quest for Ewa, December 2028. I wonder why all of a sudden there's this big surge to revitalize this franchise. Because the original one was what, 2009? 11, uh, like seven eight nine anybody remember does anybody like know that. so it's been a while since the first one and i'm curious oh. as to why the big push all of a sudden um so, i don't anyway, know well i, I don't I, Rizzo, I have no idea and i personally because someone was talking about that avatar franchise and i'm like franchise that's it's one movie other books does anybody know is this like a, a like yeah, books Cameron's or getting old. yeah he's gonna wants to get it in before he dies i don't know I guess. All right. What was that? That was number four. Moving on. May 27. Top Gun 2 Maverick. I'm hearing good reviews. Our friend Jeff Bond watched it and he yeah, gave it a of, really one good One of my review. vendors sent me. I could go in and get a watch it for free, but I'd have to drive all the way to Massachusetts, like south of Boston, Massachusetts. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it's no, not, no. not really worth it for me. To Even I don't. I would south. love to see it. I don't I, go south. That is anticipated. I am. I am curious. I'm hopeful that that's going to be a good movie. <laughs> Uh, what was that? That was three. Number four, Loki season two is set to begin filming on June 6th. Looks like all the main people will be back. Loki, Sylvie, uh, Owen Wilson, whose name I can't remember. And um, uh, he who remains, I believe. 
although he was dead at the end of last season, so I don't know how that's going to work. Um, but that's exciting. I really like it. And finally, number five, NBC has confirmed Quantum Leap is coming back. The new show will star Raymond Lee, um, a bunch of other people who I don't know who they are, and Ernie Hudson. Um, now, Scott Bakula is not currently confirmed to be a part of the sequel, but there was rumor that he would be. So we don't know if we're going to see him back or not. And it's not my guess. The- I bet you he's in there as a cameo at least. Maybe like maybe like the like the pilot episode and yeah, that, yeah. that kind of something thing. like that. It's not clear yet whether this thing will be broadcast on NBC like usual or if it's going to go exclusively to stream on Peacock. So uh, we don't know. And that's your five non-Star Wars news and now five pieces of Star Wars and Star Wars adjacent news. Number one, (laughs) Disney Plus has released its schedule for the rest of 2022. It's not real specific, but Obi-Wan, May 25, we knew that. Ms. Marvel, June 8th. The Mandalorian season three, late 2022, no specific date. I don't know when late is. Is late October? Well, is they, late they were November? Coming. Is late December? In, I don't in know. the past, it's been a November release. Was it November? Yeah. I feel like we were watching that in October. Well, maybe, it could have been it October. November. It could have been October. It's before it's Halloween. Halloween it Halloween, yes. ends right mid-December. So yeah. Yeah, October. right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's the last, the last quarter. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, December 2022. Do they have the full that? Yeah, that's that's been filmed already, I believe. Okay. I think. I'm just saying uh, you can't she, do it without the cast, the proper cast. It's, not it's them. I think it's them. If it's anybody knows Life otherwise, Day. please inform me. But as long as it's not Wookiee Life Day. No. Well, it might be for all we know. I mean, the, just, the, just the name it alone, Guardians Disney. of the Galaxy Holiday Special. It's, like, a, no it's a Guardians of the Galaxy Star Wars Christmas special. It's like Star-Lord trying to celebrate Christmas and he has to teach Gamora the meaning of the... <laughs> the meaning of the Christmas star. Uh, and he has to teach Drax. Drax. <laughs> that would be funny. All right, She-Hope, TBD, What If Season 2, TBD, and Andor, which we were just talking about last week, TBD, but it's all 2022, so I guess this stuff should be coming. All right, what was that? That was more number five number four on monday the official star wars twitter channel tweeter twitter tweeted that ahsoka had started filming and fans everywhere rejoiced monday also happened to be rosario's birthday happy yeah. birthday I rosario was, Dawson. that was a, she was a really good cast for that character too yeah, she was i loved her i thought she did a great job yeah i thought she did a good job with that too in unsubstantiated speculation and unconfirmed conjecture, because we you heard love it here gossip. first, folks. You heard it here first, not really. You heard it. You heard this piece. You heard variety first. Kevin Feige, the mastermind behind Marvel, has his multiverse of madness writer Michael Waldron furiously working on a Star Wars script for a new movie. But don't get too excited yet. Sounds like it's a long way off. And it sounds like this is going to be another one of those Star Wars stories. No tie-ins to anything that's out there now. So not part of the main arc. Another unsubstantiated rumor, a Vader show may be in the works with Hayden Christensen. The Darth Vader series would borrow from the Dark Horse uh, Star Wars comics and follow Vader hunting down Jedi who are in hiding following Order 66. It would also show Vader obsessing about Obi-Wan Kenobi, who he blames for killing Padme. 
uh, and in even crazy, crazy conjecture, because this is really speculation, many fans believe that Anakin was led to think that Obi-Wan had an affair with Padme, which fueled his fury. Of course, he didn't, or at least I don't think he did. But I think I Anakin think would, was lied bad, to. I think that would be a bad move to try to. Yeah, I don't know. The bad plot line or yeah, a bad I try, bad in the story. It doesn't work for me personally, but yeah. that doesn't branching mean, off of that rumor. Well, yeah, I, I think that would be dumb because it was pretty clear. I think yeah, branching I off of that rumor uh, is uh, another rumor is that Obi Wan and Anakin are set to square off in another massive duel in the upcoming Obi Wan series. So I'd be interested to see how this all ties in and how it's going to fit in with the duel we see in A New Hope. And again, I talked about this last week, the duel, again, guys, the duel in A New Hope, it was the 70s. Alec Guinness was in his 70s. <laughs> Things were different back then. Yeah, no, there was no jumping. But now, the- you know. Well, you didn't have the CGI, too. They could have done it. They you know maybe what I'm saying? Could've. With Alec Guinness, they could have done it if they had You know, with all the retconning that, that, that Lucas don't give did. Lucas any ideas he'll end up re-editing it again he'll go back and retcon that duel so it looks more like remember Yoda flipping around with his little lightsaber yeah, yeah. and you're well, all I mean, like that oh my really god retconned, Yoda, you know but that because that that was like that wasn't you know that wasn't redoing but yeah I mean he could have I'm just saying had they made the movie with today's technology they could have easily made I like Guinness you know be more yeah they probably could I don't know well, anyway, let's. No, I don't right. want You're any re-edits. Right. The movie's been re-edited Let, enough. Don't. Yeah, just, let's not give him any ideas. But I'm oh. really curious to see how this goes. Uh, and with that, that's the news of the night. Do we have a beverage to go with Solo? Let me get the beverage up, and this one is actually called Flying Solo, which we are tonight. Anyway, you've got some tequila, some agave nectar, which is again from Ooh. tequila uh some lemon juice and freshly squeezed of course and some white zinfandel which is kind of an interesting uh, combination so uh it sounds it's very summery it's good we're getting into summer summery with well, lemon. yeah i like white zins and i like uh, agave so it might be good yeah the tequila might kill you yeah i'm not a big what's called tequila not a tequila fan generally that's tequila fan depends on the right drink it can work uh, and just I'll lead off tonight with you know, of course we all know that this movie was filmed under the name Red Cup, but I have a red shot cup. Red solo cup. Red solo shot cup is you know hand shot first. <laughs> shot, on shot first. That's true. That then was beverage. That was a drink that one of the drinks I was looking at was called that Han shot first. The Han shot first. Han shot. Well, do you remember what it was? I don't. It was quite complicated. There was a lot of stuff in it which is why I didn't use it, and stuff that was not um, com- uh, uh, readily available. So, ah. um, anyway, so tonight we are doing Solo, A Star Wars Story uh, from 2018. Very controversial film. Some people absolutely hate it. Um, I did not hate this movie. Um, I First time I saw it, I was okay with it. It was not great. It is the lowest grossing Star Wars film ever produced. Um, they definitely, if there was, was one really? that they could call a bomb, this is one of them. Yeah, they Dang. they were they said they needed to make. I have the numbers, kids. The it, uh, they spent hundred million two hundred seventy five to three hundred million. 
they only grossed 393 yeah. million yeah, so you're so right they were That's they were more... they were shy uh, about half of what worldwide sales and what they needed um it was the most expensive one they ever made yeah it was very expensive um, and i think well, it was a lot of that with problems to, and we'll go there was it. a lot of problems with it uh, we'll get into that um the final director was obi cunningham uh, yay ron ron howard uh his brother was in it of course so there's one of your where there's a ron there's a clint <laughs> i have his brother in there so um so yeah i didn't I, I didn't hate this film it was again it's a backstory of han solo and how he uh how a, a lot of things that we see in a new hope fill in some gaps um how he gets the falcon from lando um you know uh why he just kind of becomes a smuggler um just how him and chewbacca get yeah, together. and we'll go, and we can go. Uh, yeah, I, so I have a, a list lot of, of, of all the little dots or something, or backstory filling in this film. Super, um, super it, quick, Jeff. One of these is coming your way tomorrow. Just so you know, Jeff Rubel won one of the. Okay. Yeah, I have a list of all the dots it connects, um, and we can go through it. And I'm with you. I didn't hate it, but I had a I had a, a bizarre experience the second time watching it. Um, Here's the first time I saw like it. At least four times. Yeah. Well. You have to really, yeah. yeah I saw it. it. I want. I was just uh, with the last time. I just watched it the other day to refresh myself with it. I did too. I watched it this. And weekend. I don't hate it. I don't. The first time I saw it, I remember thinking, "Oh wow, Alden and and Donald." Alden channeled Harrison, and Donald channeled Billy D. Good job, you guys. The second time I saw it, just this weekend when I saw it, I couldn't see it. I couldn't. I I'm trying to remember like. What was I well, saying right. that I thought right. was so good? Donald Glover, I thought was great as Lando. I thought he, he captured. I came out love. Why are I love Donald? Could do no wrong. First of all, yeah, I mean, he's a great the man actor. Can do I no like. Wrong. I like just by everything he's in has been good. But I think he did, and I know he worked with uh, Billy D. Williams. He worked with Billy D. Um, and Alden to, met with Harrison. Yeah, and to, Harrison gave him pointers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so I mean, but I think there was just something about the way Donald portrayed Lando that you saw, you bought totally that he was a younger version. I remember loving it the first time I saw it, and somehow I didn't see it the second time around. I don't. I never know. loved Maybe this I need movie. To go back. Let me be clear on this. There was no love at any point. I I was okay with it, even as a hardcore Star Wars fan. Um, I was okay with it um i didn't people i know people were like freaking out about different things and you know how fans get but i thought it was okay i think i i would have been curious to see the original because they reshot like ron howard seven, shot like, he was like, like 70 percent of the movie like yeah and then beckett no this thing was um, so expensive what's his name uh the guy that played uh vision i always call him vision but yeah vision that's paul bettany <laughs> Vision. Yeah, anyway, Vision's him, in this movie too, guys. They brought him in at the 11th hour and reshot all That's right. No, no. It was because Michael. a different actor. It was Michael. Um, I know who it was. Hang on. It was I, a different actor. It was Black Guy. I can't think of his name. It was um, Black Guy. Michael J. Anyway, he couldn't uh, come back for the I'll reshoots or something. So they ended up reshooting all of it with, with um, I Paul Bettany. With Vision. <laughs> I can't draw like a black guy. <laughs> Um, who I just I just call him Vision, you know. <laughs> vision, so, just call him. Vision. We're gonna call him Vision. Tonight, I like guys. him. I like he's an actor. He's a great actor. I think he he, he fits in well. So yeah, um, he played Dryden, and uh, I know who it is. That guy's name, Michael K. Williams. Why couldn't I think of his name? Yeah. So 
so the movie was wrought originally um, with a lot of problems. The original directors were, help me out here. I have them. Um, One moment. Just give me 30 seconds to scroll. Yeah, yeah no, I got to go right <laughs> back to. Uh, it was Phil Lord and Christopher Miller that no. Haran took over from, and, and they were let go. Um, if you guys are oh. wondering, Lord and Miller, that sounds familiar. They did the Lego movie and a couple other successful things. So, yes, I am very curious to know what were they well, shooting that the I read, studio did First, the official, the official line was creative differences with, with Catherine. Uh, that's, of course, that's always the official line. Um, that's always the official. What it was apparently... Um, because what was it? Kasdan was the original writer. Yeah, Lawrence Kasdan and his son, whose name I right, can't also Kasdan. Kasdan Jr. I guess these guys were doing it as more of a comedy. That's what I heard allowing, too. That's what Jeff Hummel says too. Yeah, and we're allowing um, the actors to ad lib a lot, and Kasdan was not happy about that, and Kennedy was not happy about that, and I guess there was a lot of back and forth um, about it, and finally, like Kasdan was actually looking over their shoulder on set like as a third director yeah to try to keep them on case and i guess it just and finally came to a head where they just nobody was happy and, um, and just they took up, a yeah. break from shooting to review all the footage and apparently at that point um they were given given their walking given, papers given the heave -ho. And, and then Ron and, Howard you know lawrence in. lawrence Kazan would know lawrence wrote Empire Strikes Back. He wrote Turn the Return of the Jedi. He and he's worked. This is like his fourth or fifth film, yeah. Star Wars film he's been involved in. He knows Star Wars, right? And apparently, after Ron Opie Cunningham took over, um, George Lucas would come on set sometimes and, Opie and uh, Opie Cunningham, little Opie Cunningham. Um, yeah, Bruce is saying the Lego Movie was awesome. Everything is Everything awesome. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Yes, Bruce, uh, the Lego Movie was awesome, uh, and you will sing it. For three days now i hated that movie i love that movie <laughs> see that's why i really liked the I lego movie so was i was stupid. like how could these know. guys I have screwed this up um, I, I mean there's humor in star wars but i can see not having yeah, a no there's star wars I mean, we had humor we had humor in a new hope with you know can somebody sure. get this walking carpet out of my way sure. you know, stuff like that you know like i could just i could just assume you know i just assume chris and wookie i can arrange that yeah. see that's what it was funny those are the humor but you don't, you don't want the whole thing as a comedy that's what i'd be curious to see that's what i want what to know what were they filming i would love was to see lando what, doing yeah. stand-up between yeah, Sebastian? i don't know like, you know what was happening? To see what they considered was funny and what wasn't working for for captain kennedy um but and, i know, was kind of just, following a lot of this before as the movie and i'd heard that the problems and then you know, it was kind of like, oh, because, you know, Solo, Han Solo is, is to us Star Wars fans is probably, you know, to me is a more favored or beloved character than Luke. Is. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. Everybody as a kid, everybody wanted to be Han Solo. More yes. than they wanted to be Luke. They all wanted yes. to be Han Solo. Yes. So, because um, he was the kind of the James Bond, you know, swaggering was, kind of that. He was a pirate. Yeah, he, he was, was a, a pirate. pirate. Exactly. And that's what we all wanted to be. He had the cool ship and so so yeah so i as a as a fan was i was like oh my god and i hear all this stuff's going on and they're firing the director and i'm like this thing's gonna be a disaster and then i hear that um you know uh, they hired ron howard and i'm like okay maybe he can pull this thing out of the fire 
side, tiny, tiny side note on Ron Howard. I've loved what his daughter, his daughter, Bryce Dallas, has with, done like Dallas with Mando did a lot of good and with yeah, Mandalorian. Did she do Boba too? Or just Mando? I don't know if she did she's Boba. Been I know she's doing good work. Yeah, she 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 picked up. She picked been up. Doing good work. Good for you, Bryce Dallas, or good yeah. for you, Ron. I don't know who I should be yeah. congratulating, but both of them. But yeah. anyway, back to back to your point about Han. Uh, here's the thing, and I want to hear from everyone out there. Start typing. Did Han need a backstory? Wasn't he kind of self-explanatory? Was he? Like, did we really, of all the characters, is he the oh, one that really needed the backstory? No, or was he better? It was, just, it was just a way to make another Star Wars story, and I think it was a good character. It was just a way to make use. more money. I mean, let's call it what it is. But but did oh, we need it? Did we really truly need it? No, he was just a pirate, and we took it, and then he met Leia, and he seized, and he was a good guy. You know what I mean? Like, Here's what bugs me but about this movie. They, is did, they a built scene? that in, though. But they built that in that, that he had initially, as a young man, he was more idealistic. He had his plan. Yeah, they did. He was, and but then no, I no, think after after his girlfriend basically screws him over in this in this movie, he becomes a little more jaded. And he's really saying, yeah. I'm just going off the rails here and I'm going to be a bad guy. But like with Vader, there's still some good in him. Still some good in him. Still, still some I good didn't need so, that. I didn't need that. My Han, the one no, that I knew from three movies. No, no, I didn't know. I didn't care. I figured he was it. bad. Then he there was, Leia, um, and, you, know. you know, and again, there was some novels that that came out um, in the 80s, late 70s, early 80s. Um, Han Solo. Oh, There's yeah, a trilogy of books, Han Solo books that were him before. Yeah, they were a bunch. Before, he, yeah. before New Hope. But he was still had the Falcon, was with Chewie, established as a smuggler. And they're just his stories. Um, that were smuggling. also they could have easily made one of those into a film. I and agree. Not gone so far back. I completely agree, and I feel like that would have been better in keeping with the character. In some ways, I, the character I agree, needed the problem, to be a the scoundrel. Problem with that is, you see, by I think by making him very young, you can get away with having a different actor than Harrison. If you make it like well, it's oh, this takes place man. five years before New Hope. It's kind of hard. You can't see it without. without it was going to be a different actor, no matter what. What? what right, is but I'm saying, but him as a, him like as a twenty-year-old. Harrison is. How old is Harrison? In the in, so he's at least in his thirties when he, in New Hope. Now, how old is he now? Oh, the actual yeah. actor. Oh, he's fairly old. He's seventy-nine. Yeah. So this thing is five years old. He would have been in his early seventies. Nah, he wasn't doing any more movies. No, yeah, no, we no, needed no. to get a new young guy. That's, no, that's I, I know, funny. I know. You're missing my point. No. That's what I'm saying. If you are going to try to make a film about Han Solo that takes place roughly in the same era as or time times as A New Hope, you need Harrison to do that. And you can't right. do that because Harrison's 75 years old. The other so, people they wait, looked let at. Let me finish. So, okay. so that's why by doing this as a young man, a very young man, you can get away with that other act with a different actor that's sort of like Harris. I guess. So you see what I'm the, saying? When, yeah. The other actors, and there's a, a list. I'm not going to rattle off all these names, but some of the names that jump out at me. Dave Franco. Is he actually related to James Franco? Rami Malek, they looked at for this. There's a lot of Tom, people they looked at. The law, a million people. Tom Felton, that's Draco Malfoy kids. Um, Scott Eastwood, that's Clint's kid. Chris Pratt. They looked at Chris Pratt for I this. I can see Chris and Pratt. A, I can see Chris Pratt, yeah, and a bunch of other a, names. They would have had to slim him down, though. He's a little too bulky. Yeah, he got okay for, for Star-Lord. 
He's all yeah, right. But that was an independent character. I'm just saying to play Han, Han was more. Yeah, he, he would have had He was more lanky than But I'm just saying. They, but it would have worked. Look, he had the right personality worked. for that. But when you see the people they looked at, they weren't just looking at younger men. They looked at men right up into their Oh, no, they were looking, and, trying to get you know. people that were on Harrison. Now, today, you know, would they do it with a deep fake type thing? Possibly. They want to make it today? Because the people did do it shortly after the film came out. People were taking scenes, particularly the the initial chase scene in the land speeder in the beginning, and they 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 deep faked his uh, Harrison Ford's face over over the other actor and and it fit and it right. Worked. It, worked. it worked. Yeah, it worked. Well, because the kid I mean, actually had his mannerisms. He had the finger point thing down. No, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't bad. I think overall the cast was good. Um, I think it was a good cast. I think it was all talented cast. Um, you know, cast was good. We had we, had, we mentioned vision. I mean, we haven't you know we, we had haven't... Woody Harrelson. Yeah, we had Tandy Newton, who I love, is a great actress and was playing a very interesting character. And she gets killed pretty quick. Yeah, she's off. She doesn't just get killed. She sacrifices herself. Yeah, for... yeah, sacrifice. Which no I thought was interesting really. Came, um, they're kind of that was a little almost out of character in a way because. I felt that they were a little more outlaw that they wouldn't just need necessarily just you know wasn't it wasn't like a rebellion where they're saying okay this is a you know it's a it's a crime they're committing (laughs) but I guess she really she was I think in love with Beckett so that was her way to save him yeah I I believe they actually were we know we know Amelia Clark as best score um Game of Thrones Game of Thrones Mother of Dragons Mother of Dragons um it was funny because if i didn't recognize i started to see the movie i didn't know she was in it and i'm like because she has dark hair and of course yeah, she's the dark hair and she like, has a like, white 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 hair yeah white, very blonde and i'm like why do i know her where do i know her from <laughs> i'm going it's yeah. driving me crazy i finally had to get online i'm like oh <laughs> amelia at that time and this is 2017 amelia marked the 12th person now we're up to like 22 people from game of thrones who have appeared in Star Wars properties, so including uh, Pedro Pascal, uh, the the Mandalorian himself, right? Who played Oberon? What's his bucket? Yeah, he got killed. Who got yeah. killed by the mountain? The mountain dude, right? <laughs> so the other, so, yeah, so, really... so there mentions um, we talked about uh, Newton uh, Glover Harris Harrelson, of course. Aaron Kellyman. A... If Aaron Kellyman Infus Nest, and just to remind everybody, Infus Nest is a girl is a name, not a movement. It sounds like it's a movement. <laughs> but it's not it's the part is the character if she young leader of rebellion looks familiar to you it's because on the falcon and the not the falcon one show yeah the falcon and and sebastian stan and captain america she, over there, she played the young leader of a rebellion and, yeah, yeah and she's the, got the freckles and the hair, yeah. hair and the, i think the yeah. the bigger the bigger one which was surprised was phoebe walter waller bridge um, who played the voice yes, of the now robot. She's, now she's known yes. for, if you've ever seen it, there's a TV show called Fleabag, Fleabag yeah. which is very popular. It was a British show and it's on Prime if you want to watch it. I think it's still on Prime. It's one very of funny. It's, it's one funny, it's weird. Yeah. She wrote the whole thing, Fleabag. She wrote, it's like all her. But she was the voice of, of L3, L337. L yeah l3 for short um and who again and that was part of a, a little backstory that they were trying to fill a gap and it was just a simple thing i think they were just trying to connect make a connection but in in empire i think 3po says when they're talking to the falcon has a very strange dialect he's talking to yeah. the computer and, and, and i believe she, in another as the, time as the robot in this movie is downloaded something. her brain is downloaded 
into the computer and she was but a very free spirit. What robot. do you guys think about that little subplot? The robot who was fighting for freedom, for robots' freedoms, is now forever trapped in this irony. Oh, the Ooh, irony. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, she was dying. She was dead. So yeah, she was, was dead. So I guess life and the I can any other you know, else now mind you now mind life. you they don't say anywhere in either film that there is an, a consciousness in the Falcon's computer. All That's they true. did was say they downloaded her data navigational her navigational yes. data into the Falcon, which could have just been data for all but we know a lot of the critics people say that oh that's where the quirk it's her consciousness yes guy, it's unique language. you're absolutely right it is not specified in the movie but most people took it that way right but. all right let's connect some dots these are the and i have a little list here these are the callbacks or things that that get hit on in this and this is not in any particular order actually how he met chewy which wait wait let's stop right there chewy eats people now well, if he's hungry enough, I guess they said they hadn't but fed him in days. They said they hadn't fed him in three days, and he still didn't eat Han. Okay, whatever. How he meets Chewie, why he calls him Chewie, and this is the first time ever in any of these movies that we hear humans speak Wookiee. We find out how he got his last name. We find out we we figure out why uh, the Han Han. Why does uh, Lando always call him Han? Yeah. <laughs> The dice. I could have cared less about the dice. I really didn't. His blaster. I could have cared less about the blaster. The I blaster didn't know it. was the blaster was there for fan, that was fan service. I guess it was fan service. It's iconic. His blaster is iconic. And so it's a way to say that he got, you know, that it was given him by Beckett. His I've name. got a bad Beckett feeling about this. In this movie, it's I've got a good feeling, and then it goes very bad. So that probably became I've got a bad feeling. I love you. I know. I hate you. I know. We got that. Well, the How I've got a bad feeling was kind of across all of the first three movies because Luke said it a few times too. Oh, did he? Too? That's true. Yeah. A lot of characters say it. It was in the compress. I think it was in the in the in the trash compactor. I think it was Luke that said it. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> no, Luke says it in the cockpit of the Falcon uh, approaching. I think yeah, more like so an it might be more Luke's line than it is. Oh, might have been more Luke's line than than Hans. How he got the Falcon. That was kind of fun. I actually enjoyed the card playing scene or Sabat playing scene. That Sabak. was yes. Um, the Kessel Run is now explained to us. And I think that was um, the biggest one. That was um, the biggest the parsec. Yeah, that was like a whole plot point right there. Like it was important to have that known. Well, because it's Han always been become, again that Mary Beth. That was an argument for decades. Yes, is it time or is it distance? Why? Because a parsec is yeah. a measure of distance, not time. So why would he say I did it in less than 12 parsecs? So they had to figure out a and way then, to say And then Chewie clearly says it. almost 13 and Han says round down. Round down, right. <laughs> Han has so. become the James T. Kirk of the Kessel Yashi Maru. Like it just, it just was very contrived. That that yeah. Well, they why had to the Falcon it clearly was a way just to make it so that his statement made sense in that universe. Yeah. yeah. Why the Falcon looked the way it did. Oh, because he we saw, yeah, we saw the helmet that Lando wore at Jabba's. So this yep. time it was Beckett wearing it. 
with the teeth with the yeah the the, the yeah uh, like whatever. horns or whatever they were yeah um we we he says that we're gonna I, there's a big crime lord we're gonna go and that's clearly Takumin and Jabba at the end there well yeah that we, was obvious yeah uh we have firmly established firmly established that Han shoots first because he shot Beckett he didn't even wait for Beckett to stop talking. He just yeah. Shot well, we him. all know that, and that was that was that was Lucas retconning, and nobody. He shouldn't nobody, have. That's something that I think we all agree. That was a good idea, except for. George I think Lucas. we absolutely all agree. Lucas should have left the Greedo scene alone. Just the whole movie alone. The entire, kind of all three of them, untouched. They were the line. I'm just just on were. my way to see whoever. He says that to Lady Proxima. He says that to Java. He says that. Oh, I'm just on my way to, to see. Yeah. Well, it's his his mo is to um. It's his mo. Try to talk his way out of it. Watch this, and then blows it. And Leia goes, "Watch what?" Because <laughs> he goes to throw it <laughs> in the hyperdrive, <laughs> and it doesn't. It's not my fault. Um. We now Chewie does in fact rip someone's arm off. So Both. we got that arms going. off actually. It, he's it's threatened several times in a couple of the movies but we finally get to see it well a we also see him of, lose at chess and not rip that oh and we see him oh actually you know what there's a really tiny tiny detail in that chess scene that i wanted to go back and look for somebody one of the reviews i watched said uh chewy gets mad and of course there's three it's hologram chess so he gets mad and he's going like this on the table or he goes like this and nothing happens because it's a hologram but in getting angry he messes up one of the buttons and the buttons come off which makes the character go away, which is why the chest was like broken later on when we see it. Was it? Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know, oh, but it's in there. I don't remember it being broken on the. I wouldn't know if it was broken or not. That's the problem. A little tiny nod in this movie, in the chase scene early on, um, it's a little tiny nod to American Graffiti because the chase scene was, was kind of staged similarly, but American Graffiti was Lucas's film with Ron Howard Ron and Howard Harrison in Ford it. in it. It's definitely connection and Ron. It's right and Harrison Ford. So maybe that was a little. And that was just it. Um, other things in this movie that I want to talk about was anybody else because you know what, you guys, I had not seen any of the Clone Wars or Rebels or any of the animated. Oh, yeah, anything. there's a lot of connection because yeah, the reference to the Pikes. The reference to the Pikes. Um, you had um, there was another reference in there that well, I huge, huge spoiler. If you haven't seen this movie, don't listen now. But at the end of the movie, guess who shows up? Maul. And right. I last I had seen him because I hadn't seen any of the animated stuff. The last time I saw it, he was cut in half and yeah, yeah, but wait a minute. This takes know. place. This takes place. I think this. Oh takes no, this would have been before that. I mean, before Phantom Menace. I believe this takes place right. No, maybe not. No, shouldn't. Wait, no, you're I mean, right. No, that doesn't make any timeline. sense. Because that no, so because no, it's got to be way after. What am I thinking? Sorry, strike that. So yeah, so so that's right. So he's back because he was re. Wait, now you got me confused. No, no, this it is has young to. Han. The Empire's already in place. The Empire's <laughs> in place. Okay. Clearly, no, mom. Just forget everything I just said. I'm totally wrong. <laughs> but there's no, but there's no stormtroopers or clones yet because because Han is is a. But clearly, a clearly, yeah, in Kessel there was. Jeff says 10 Not years Kessel, before New uh, Hope. On Corellia, there was imp Imperials. But they're all, yeah, it's not clones or anything. So, okay. No, so, no, yeah, okay. After, no, no. It's what I'm saying. It takes place, it takes place after, um, after uh, Revenge of the Sith. It's between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. And New Hope. In that okay. Time. Somewhere in there. All right. Probably, yeah, because, because. 
anyway, my point. Well, because another thing is that, that well, the, they reference the money that, that they got from the fuel that Han gave them. They're so is like worth billions of credits or whatever. And that's how they're going to start the rebellion. That's the implication. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. Start the rebellion. Who, again, is a person, not a movement. Right. So that's how they're going to she start. Was gonna, she gonna started buy, the rebellion. Start buying, which is a good, which in a, in a lot of ways is a good kind of thing. Is like how that part of that got funded. They have all these ships, capital ships. And obviously some of it was was stolen and, and acquired. But, you know, how they got initially started. Anyway, I was surprised to see Maul because I thought he was dead. But I, I so anyway, next week, well, you guys. Oh, yeah, right. Because. I didn't know. Well, you I, didn't, watch, I hadn't seen yeah, anything yet. I hadn't Clone watched Wars it yet. And Rebels too, for that matter. Next week we will talk about. You want to do both Clone Wars and Rebels? Yeah, we can cover them both, I guess. We'll just kind of loosely. It's seven. Clone Wars is like seven seasons. Quite a bit. It's a a lot. So we're not going to go through it plot point by plot point, but we will hit on the key, like most yeah, important. I, I was. I'll tell bing, you. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah, we'll talk about this next week, but. Initially, when Clone Wars came out, I think I saw like the first couple episodes. And I was like, "Oh, this well, is a better. Kid, it's a kid show." <clears throat> and it wasn't until literally like the last few years I watched third, fourth season. Yeah, it. it got really good, and, and then you good. were like, "Oh, and you have to go back and watch yeah, seven gets, seasons." It gets better. It gets better of Clone Wars. It fills in fills in a lot of guys. We'll talk about that next. It week. does. We will talk about it next week, but yeah, uh, yeah. Um, ma, 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 ma. no crawl, which Rogue One didn't have a crawl. No, that, they say that this was the second movie because this came out after Rogue One. This is the second film that did not of Star Wars that did not have a crawl. But remember, these are not these are not part these of are not part of the main the original storyline. These are these Star are Wars little stories. side stories. Yeah, it's you know was it was Rogue One a Star Wars story? This is Solo a Star Wars story. I think if they're going to do other other film other films in the genre maybe with vader or whatever it's going to be vader a star wars story um and not have um, the official crawl i just it. oh two things i want to mention one is i just want to mention there are some very very cool easter eggs in dryden in vision's office and a, a lot of one two three four of them are from indiana jones and various indiana jones there are Sankara stones from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. There's the fertility idol, the golden thing that he, you know, he has the sand and he pours a little out. And yeah, one of those golden the idol from Indiana Jones, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. <clears throat> yep, um, the Holy Grail cup, the very plain little Holy Grail cup from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You have chosen. You chose. Uh, some generic crystal skulls from the one we won't mention. And that's it. I think that was it. But there's all, and then there's other stuff. And the other thing that's going on in Dryden's office that maybe should have clued me in was there's Sith stuff all over the place. It's all Sith, all so I should have known that they were bad. That they were bad. I mean, we knew they were bad, but I didn't well, realize clearly they were working with with the Empire and clearly working year. with the other um, thing in this movie that you see. And I, it's my bad, you guys. I mentioned this last week, but I was wrong. It wasn't in that movie. It was in this movie. This movie, you see a decraniate one of the decraniated ones. So, do you guys remember the guy in the bar that we saw in Rogue One Two? We're wanted men. We're wanted in three systems or whatever. Yeah. That's Doctor Cornelius Evazon. He did that. He created the decraniated ones. So, 
Yeah, it's the in there. They have like their top of their heads. It's like weird. Top of their heads. Um, one review that I watched, like, yeah, 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 they were androids. New. No. Other reviews, like, no, that was a horrible, horrible experiment on real people. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, an Easter, not an Easter egg, but a little connection that I maybe didn't need. Han said, yeah, my dad used to build these, whatever kind of ship the Falcon is. So that's like his connection to the ship. Like, yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Okay, we don't care. Yeah, Jeff was just talking about the waitresses with their head, with their heads. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it's a weird. It that, yeah, there's some weird stuff going on up there. There's some weird stuff going on. Yeah. So. Um, last trick thought I was we were talking about this. What else did there's other gaps that kind of filled? Um, and, uh, I kind of overall, I mean, it, the, the pacing of the film was good. I mean, it, it kept the story moving. There was no, it wasn't, there were it no was a dead western. spots in it. Yeah, there's no accused movie. It's a western, it's not a sci fi movie. It's a western. There's a heist. We got a heist right off the oh, it's another heist. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's always a, a train quest. job. It's a step and fetch. Yeah, it's a train <laughs> job, and then go on the quest to do this, and then go do this. And yeah, bring this back. It's one of those movies, you know. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. It was like the whole train job. It was like a cross between the train job from Firefly and Snowpiercer, and kind of Snowpiercer, and, and a Western train rob. <laughs> I can do all roads really quick because there were yeah, no yeah. roads. Uh, oh, yeah, I've already yeah, mentioned Ron, Clint. Uh, not Ron Howard, yeah, Clint Howard. Uh, Fred Tatasio, I mentioned him last week. He's the guy who does all the voices. We know him best as Shat. He did some voice work for this. Um, someone observed that Han in this movie is kind of parallels the JJ James Kirk. Um, because his entry, Han goes into the Imperial military and he actually goes into the academy and gets kicked out. We, and there was a scene even filmed for this movie of Han getting kicked out of the academy and it got cut for some reason. But both Han and J.J. Kirk, not real Kirk, J.J. Kirk grow up in an area where the ships are built. Um, they both enter their uh, respective academies after an adolescence marked by petty crime. Yeah, okay, it's about right. Uh, they both vow to become exceptional pilots. I don't personally remember that even in JJ, but maybe he did. I mean, I don't remember. Um, three years after listening, Kirk becomes a starship captain, but three years, uh, Han has been kicked out of the academy and relegated to being a grunt. So that's where their paths yeah. separate. But yeah, there are the, some parallels. The, the, the fact that Han was in the Imperial Academy and a pilot has is kind of been established prior to this. Um, it was established because, in the novels. In the novels, it was established that he was a pilot. But in the t in the shows, his pants—he had that red stripe. Those are very oh, military-looking yeah, right. pants. Those are considered his—they were his uni leftover uniform pants from when he was um, an imperial pilot. And he had another furry cat-like friend—not a Wookiee, but more a creature that's more like a cat friend—that hung out with him and stuff in the novels. And for whatever reason, they chose not to include. Him or her, I actually. Well, in some of the novels I, that the early it. novels that, that that were written, the Han Solo ones, he had a he had a robot, oh. or a droid called Bollocks. Interesting. And and Bollocks had another. I need to catch Bollocks up. Bollocks had novels. another really robot good. or droid. I keep telling them they're droids. Inside his chest, that was a uh, I forgot what the hell it was called now, but it was like a supercomputer. 
this little tiny thing so that would come out and it could hack anything um but the bollocks himself was kind of a clunky beat up looking thing um so that was his interesting i want to say at the end of the books the droid either something happens to it or it goes away with somebody else Hmm. Is this? Does anybody know out there? Does it? Is this our first look at Junus Suatamo as Chewbacca, or had we seen him as Chewbacca in one of the prequels? I can't remember when he first started. We were going to see Han actually in Revenge of the Sith. Originally, oh. originally they were going to put him in the Battle of Kashyyyk. And he was going to meet up with Obi-Wan just as a random soldier and help Obi-Wan find uh, Grievous. So that there was some connection. Judas started in 2015 in The Force Awakens. Then he did Last Jedi. Then he did Solo. This is like the most acting we see Chewbacca do. Like Chewbacca, there's a lot of like nodding and gesturing. Well, then we get to see, we also see other Wookiees. Now we've seen that before again in Revenge of the Sith. We saw the whole. And his backstory, uh, you know, Chewie's backstory is pretty well established. They they've mentioned that many times. And this, you know, this and is about very right. old. And he is very old. He says his age in this. He's like 130 something years old or something. So hundred and something, yeah. Because like, how do you know how to fly? Like basically he was con was he's oh like, yeah, that's right. He just started flipping switches. He's like I'm 130 yeah. years old. She's yeah, Amelia really? was sitting in the chair and she's like, I don't know what to do. And so then Chewbacca just started flipping switches. That's awesome. How did how how does he know how a falcon flies? That's pretty good. Yeah. And oh, and there's something I wanted to say about the cinematographer. I can't remember that one right out my head, so it could not have been. Yes, important. Bruce. We saw Wookiees in the holiday special. We don't speak of that. We may not be speaking about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special either. <laughs> we'll see. It's got to be better. I don't know if it's Disney on Disney for kids. It might be true i wouldn't have considered so anyway the thing the thing this is what i want to say about this movie is the sets the costumes the creatures and the makeup and the effects it looked and felt right it looked and felt like star wars we were in the star wars universe so they got all that right but there was just something there was just something about it i just i don't think i i don't know man my Chewie doesn't eat people. I'm just saying that. They never see, never, they just, you know, we don't know that he ate people. You're just assuming he did because. I don't know, don't the guards actually the say. Guards say, well, he, he's going to be really hungry. We haven't fed him in days. Okay, maybe they, it's just implied. Any, they haven't implied that he's eaten anybody. I could have sworn that they, the guards actually specified that it ate, you know, the beast ate. Maybe not. Maybe, I don't know. But, you know, uh, again, it goes if you're starving somebody. And that's the only food and it's not really cannibalism because it's another creature well you guys i'm going to start typing How i don't do you know why I'm I'm sorry, you're yeah. kind of harping on that a lot i don't know why that bothers you so much me. Um, <laughs> tell me what you guys how you guys feel about Han Solo. he what he was always a good guy from the get-go or he was a scoundrel who didn't start doing the right thing until he met leia what do you think start typing in the chat yeah i think uh, he was i think he was a decent he was he wasn't necessarily a, a a bad bad guy and i don't think he ever was a bad so bad he was guy. chaotic he neutral is that what you're saying i think yeah i don't think he was ever really a like he would go out of He's his way to kill neutral. people like lawful neutral maybe he was he would only kill people like he killed you know he killed greedo basically in self-defense 
It was a preemptive kill. On the gray. Yeah. Bruce says he was on the gray. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he just needed. I think he just needed a nudge to be pushed back into the light completely. Maybe. So, and which Leia did. And even, even, even at that rate, you know, he he right right up until the very end of A New Hope, he he was fighting. You know, he was like, "I'm out of here. I got my money. If money is all you love, and that's what you'll receive." I ain't in it for that's you. That's true. I ain't in it for your rebellion. I, I can imagine a lot. Well, more than you can imagine. I, I can imagine, imagine a lot. I I use that line a lot. Good stuff. Oh, Bruce is posting Phoebe on. Um, what's his name? Graham Norton. I love Graham Norton. Yeah, no, it's very. If you like, I said, I I will recommend Fleabag if you haven't seen it. Uh, maybe I will check out Fleabag. I, I'm checking out so many. Yeah. New things these days. It's, good. it's a good, just like two seasons. Um, you know, it's not, it's not a family friendly TV show. Yeah. Put it that way. So if you're, if you're easily offended by language and certain topics. Beckett was a really interesting character. I think we could have seen more of him. Oh, well. Like I know I, there was a lot of controversy when they cast Woody Harrelson. That people were like, first of all, they didn't, I don't think there was, at the time they were kind of upset that they, that he's such a big name that Star Wars movies generally don't get a big name actor. I mean, yes, we had Alec Guinness and stuff like that, but you know, if you look at subsequent movies, they were all kind of people they pulled that were more obscure. So we have Woody Harrelson who has a very established career and then he comes in, but I think he did perfectly. I think he was perfect great. in the role. He was um, fine. I think he was fine. Um, and, and I like the way that you know, it's the movie does have keeps twisting and turning. And basically, what, you know, what, was really here, what Beckett great... said initially is don't trust anybody. He, he does, he does, that, he says it right is, off the bat. He said, he said the theme of, is the theme. He's of the literally film. telling don't us, don't trust anybody. He's literally telling us, I will double cross everyone later. Yeah. And people who didn't check that off in their notebooks. Well, not only that, but you know, everybody, you figure about it, everybody kind of double crossed everybody else. So, uh, you know, Lando was cheating at cards. Um, Linda was cheating cards. Yeah. Uh, what's her oh, name? Kira was. Kira was Kira had her own cross. thing. Now, Kira was an interesting character because she clearly didn't care for Han as much as he cared for her. She was right just off the surviving. Bat, yeah. And she just got out when she was out. They just grew up together. They were friends. Clearly, there's a romantic thing going on there. But her thing was she just was going to survive. Now, we assume yep. that she eventually took over that whole syndicate. Yes. The Crimson Dawn. Yes. So. Without and, dragons, and we may she may crop up again. I don't know. We don't know. You may be. You know who else was a know. really great little character that we that we barely uh, we barely knew the Rio, right. which was played who was the guy with the arms who was played Favreau. by John Favreau. Yeah, Favreau voiced that. Yeah, Favreau Favreau voiced that, and he did a good job. And I there's another. He was a good character. character. I would have again. I would have liked to see more of him. Yeah, he was a good character. Funny. Um, you know, I thought it was funny how the way Han realized that he was somebody else because he was pulling his pants up with his extra arms. Yeah, because he had four arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he's trying to pose as human, so he's trying yeah. to only use two arms, but he kept using yeah. He kept pulling his pants up that was falling down, yeah. Uh, so. so, in conclusion, this one is going to be, you know, uh, your mileage may vary one. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I don't know, man. I'm not 100% on this. It's okay. I don't hate it, but I'm not 100% on it. I don't love it the way I love the Rogue One. I really, really enjoy. Oh, no, Rogue no, One. no, no. Rogue One is on a different level. 
but I think part of the reason Rogue One is so good is that we had no preconception of characters. Yeah, that's true. Whereas that's this, true. Again, we have a very went, strong you, preconception. Again, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. went into this film, like you were not a hardcore Star Wars fan, let's just say you're casual at best. Um, and you weren't married to the, you didn't know all the backstory stuff. You didn't read a bunch of novels and you just went in to see this film as a film. I think people in, would en enjoy it more. Like you would enjoy it more if your expectations were like non-existent or low. Like I agree. Because I think I it was agree. an entertaining film. I think the story was entertaining. It moved along. Um, there's just some twists and turns. And I think overall, you know, it, two hours and 15 minutes, whatever goes by pretty quick. Um, yes. Compared to, let's say, Force Awaken and Rise of Skywalker <laughs> and this movie is a lot better than those if you want my opinion i mean just yeah 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 you know i should, i have to i haven't seen force awakens since the first time i saw i should yeah, go you're back not missing anything the well, only I thing, the only thing jj got details. right in those films in my opinion was he, at least in the first one he got the look back of the original yeah. film the old new Lighting, ships the new old ships. the wipes the way they the way Lights, they shot yeah. the way they shot the the the, the X-Wings that he copied from the original film and I think he did a good job and that's where I enjoyed it. What I didn't like was the rehash basically of the original story just with new Yeah, plot for plot the plot story. for plot. It was just and then and then the second movie yeah. <laughs> it just yeah, we, we don't, we're not gonna cover those things. I mean, yeah, if we get into season now. three of Sci-Fi Distilled and we're desperate for stuff to do, maybe then we'll cover those movies. But for now, for now, let's stick with with this stuff. Yeah, I I don't know, guys. I don't know. I, I and you know, we always try to be really positive on this show. We we don't trash a movie for no reason. Um, but this one's not going up there way up high with my beloved. No, it's not. Like I said, but I didn't hate it. I mean, I think it's an okay movie. I didn't I hate it's it either. Okay movie. It's an okay. And movie. I will always love Donald Glover no matter what. And the fact that I, I love the fact that Donald I can watch Glover. it again without be like struggling through it, like I actually was like, I want to watch this. I found it entertaining. I think the action is really? good. I think the visuals are good. As visuals are good, it was up for the Academy visuals were fantastic. It was beautiful. There's some of the shots are beautiful. A little dark sometimes. Yeah, like I mean, literally dark. <laughs> like Ron turns some lights on, but but yeah. but 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 beautiful, beautiful. So you know, and I thought the part when they're in the when they're going to get sucked into the maw and that big creature thing and that squid like thing, yeah, space squid or whatever. Why does a big creature thing? Well, I mean, but that was very Star Wars. Well. That was very Star Wars. That was very Star Wars. Because we had we already established that there's space born creatures in that universe with the with the 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 worm that tried to eat the falcon. Yeah, I guess and, we and have. stuff like that. Yeah, so, we had seen um, the worm thing on the asteroid. But we know that there could be space born. We're just giving it a six and a half out of ten. Yeah, right. You know what? That's about yeah, right. I give it a six. Yeah, six, six or seven. Yeah, six yeah, and a half, not, seven. You know, like you know, like Rogue One's like a nine, nine and a half. Yeah, Rogue's right up there. Yeah. Eight point so, eight, um, nine, nine yeah. point two. Um, but we already gushed over Rogue last week. So. Already gushed over Rogue. <laughs> all right, so, moving on. So Coming yeah, so wrap it up. I think we pretty much wrapped it up. We all we gave it our ratings. Um, you like it? You didn't like it? It is what it is. It's an okay film. It could have been better. Um, I I I like. I want to see more of these Star Wars story type movies that are kind of outside the main story. Well, that's what we think Kevin Feige is making, so. Yeah, I want to see more. I want to see stuff, maybe stuff with Rogue with Rogue Squadron, 
I want to see me, more. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Great books again with Rogue Squadron um, that are independent of Luke. You got, but you have you have Wedge and, and some other characters in there. Um, yep. So I would like to see some of that and any other stories that they can continue. There's stuff that they did, like I said, in Rebels and stuff that they could they could pick. And it's, and some of the novel stuff in the novelizations, I think, absolutely. Right. There is are some prime. Really good novels out there. I mean, they're bringing on in to 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 Mando and slash Boba Fett. That could be really good. There could be some really good, good. There could be a whole movie with Thrawn. I don't know why they. Just they brought Cad Bane in. He looked so awesome. And they're, they're, they have a lot. To me, they have a lot of potential. More more than they more. do than Star Trek does at this point. Believe it or not, I think Star Wars right now has the ability to branch in a lot of different directions and make it work. You know what? More I so completely agree Trek. with that, and still be compelling story. Still be compelling. I think I think Star Trek has gotten kind of mired down in some weird yeah i don't know i think star trek could do it but i i think the fans seem to rebel against things that are not starship based shows <laughs> do. it is what it is speaking of star trek coming up uh we will have seen the first two episodes of strange new world so uh rizzo you and i and i maybe yes. kent too will be sitting down with the young captain jamie sanchez and we will be talking about our first impressions of Strange New World. So, so look for that podcast we'll coming in a couple of weeks. Yeah. We're going yeah, to record a, that this weekend. We will record that this weekend. However, if you want to hear some bitching. Oh, I was going to say, okay, Roy. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be honest. I, 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 there are a lot of things I loved and there were a couple of things I wasn't too sure about. And I'm going to be brutally in honest. Strange New World? Yeah. With Strange I have, New World. I have, I have thoughts. We have thoughts. Roy, Roy is doing this Friday. Roy is doing something very different, and I hope you guys will all tune in. Um, in 2014, the animated short Parallel Man Infinite Pursuit was released, and Roy will be sitting down with his writer and director, Jeffrey Morris. This was a little short animated film. It sounds fascinating. Uh, he's a super soldier being chased through the multiverse by commandos from a totalitarian regime. And to escape, he jumps from parallel earth to parallel earth and they're each different and sounding very, very weird. And in case you're thinking, oh, well, yeah, this guy made his own animated cartoon. This uh, little short stars the talented voices of Ming-Na Wen, who we have just recently seen on Boba Fett. We saw her in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and a million other things. John Cho, who is the J.J. Sulu from Star Trek, and Lance Reddick, who I know best from Fringe, but you guys might know him better from John Wick. So these are some pretty big names. Um, and again, Roy will be sitting down with the writer and director, Jeffrey Morris. That'll be this Friday night. And Roy, I will watch as much as I can but then I am, depending on how late you go, I'm going to have to turn it off. And so will Rizzo because Rizzo and I will be getting ready to talk to Captain Phil on late night radio Friday night in the 10 o'clock hour on WUSB. We will be talking to Captain Phil about Picard. Now that season two of Picard is over, like Rizzo just said, we have thoughts. We have thoughts. And we're going to be brutally honest in our thoughts. A little, little honest on that one. <laughs> So you, just yeah, so you know, if you you don't have to pick it up on broadcast, it is available online, and you can if you have an Amazon Echo device, you can uh, just tell it to play WSB Radio, and it will play that at the appointed hour. 
So that's pretty cool. So listen to us and our thoughts of Picard. If we're if we're awake, I'm gonna have to get some caffeine going or something because that's way past my bedtime. So. You know, I am too. This is the ten o'clock hour, and uh, yeah, I'm actually already mentally like I'm <laughs> old and in bed by ten o'clock, Phil. So. I'm usually horizontal by eight fifteen. Like it is, is seven fifty nine right we now. Have not I will be horizontal. We could have pre-recorded it and kidding. just played it at ten o'clock. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phil, can you pre-record this thing and you just air it at ten? Is that <laughs> that would be so much better? So. Anyway, uh, so next week we're going to do um, Clone Wars slash Rebels cartoon. And we'll do little Rebels. It's a lot of territory then, to cover, so don't expect an in-depth, yeah, like it's every last kind detail. Of a, a shotgun kind of coverage of it. And it's going to be on a the twenty-fifth Star Wars Day, the Orthodox holiday. Star Wars Day. Uh, we are going to have kind of another, like we did with Star Trek, of mentions and talk about the the uh, the franchises kind Funniest. of. And we're gonna Mention. try to get it. We're gonna try to get our um our panel back together for that. Yeah, we'll try to get the panel back together. So panel, get ready. All kinds of uh, Star Wars funniest stuff. mentions in other. And we can and discuss. I, you know, the ones like, that come to mind right off the top. We like we can almost do an entire show about Family Guy Blue, family Blue Origins. Yeah. <laughs> and Robot Chicken. Because <laughs> oh my god, Robot yeah, there's Chicken. That. And then what and the then we can always talk about. Falcon? We can always discuss. The hand shot <laughs> first, uh, Lucas re re edits, and we can um, discuss the re edits. But as, no, as we're gonna Star talk Wars about Day. the funniest, the funniest Star Wars references in right. other pop culture. So that's where we are. Oh, he's so trying anyway, about his hand bear. Thank you all for hanging with us for this whole Han Solo show or Han. It's Han, actually. Man, it's Han. Han actually. I say Han usually. Well, it was funny because in the movies they kept flipping it back and forth and like whether it was Leia or Leah, you know, it was like, you know. <laughs> I thought she was pretty consistently Leia. Yeah. Oh, maybe she well, was. Then she had then she came out with a random British accent at one point for some Did reason. you guys see that meme about Han Solo that is like when Han rolls up to the Death Star in the Falcon, on on board he's got Darth Vader's old old protocol droid, Darth Vader's little R2 that that Darth had. Anakin had um Darth Vader's old master Obi-Wan Darth Vader's daughter and Darth Vader's son and he just rolls up and Darth well, is didn't have this, the, the daughter <laughs> was already on the Death Star at that point oh the daughter was already yeah you're right the daughter was already on the Death Star yeah. oh well, God, a lot of totally got there. Way so too we didn't know at the with, time we didn't know how all that was connected. with the most frightening man in the universe oh yep yep all right, folks, thanks for joining us. We will see you next week with uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. Clone Wars. And in the meantime, hopefully you'll you'll listen to us on these various shows. And yeah, either WUSB or Fez's podcast, or whenever, Fez's he podcast releases it. whenever he releases it. We, we record it soon, but it gets released. Yeah, whenever he gets around to, to doing the editing. So, All right, folks, live long and prosper. And of course, may the force be with you always. Bye.